Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology. Today is June 27th. Can you believe it? We're almost to the end of June, uh, which means that we're past the halfway point of the year. I am in complete awe over that. (laughs) Um, My name is Janet Hickox, and I'm an intuitive astrologer. And today we are going to be talking about the Akashic Records and intuition and readings with Cleo Buffew, who's a dear friend as well as a very gifted, uh, intuitive uh, healer and meditator. Um, and, you know, what a wild week this has been uh, as far as the astrology is concerned. Oh, my goodness. It started out on Sunday with our super moon, and um, that full moon was in Capricorn, and it. Uh, was followed on Tuesday by Jupiter moving out of uh, Gemini, where it has been for the last year, and into Cancer, where it will remain until July 14th of 2014. So July 14, 14. Uh, And then on Wednesday, Mercury changed from its uh, uh, forward direction to retrograde, and uh, also in Cancer, where it will remain until uh, July 20th. And today... Venus moves out of Cancer and into Leo. So we have a dance going on all through the week then with planets changing signs and changing directions. And luckily, uh, this is the end of it for about a week. And then we will go back to uh, another, a different set of dances. But uh, I really want to talk a little bit today about Jupiter in Cancer. And the the last time Jupiter was in Cancer was 12 years ago in 2001. And, you know, Jupiter is very powerful in the sign of Cancer in that it is what astrologers called exalted. And basically that just means that the sign of Cancer has a strengthening effect on the effects of Jupiter. And Jupiter basically grows, is a planet of growth and expansion. It is how we gain wisdom, and uh, it, it really is what we call a benefic planet because it's te- technically bestowing good things upon us. And so as we talk about growth in Cancer, we're talking about growth through emotional awareness. And I would almost guarantee that a lot of you out there are feeling very emotional or at least recognizing that there's a lot of emotion flowing around you. And that may not be just because of Jupiter and Cancer. There happens to be a lot of other planets there as well right now. But it's about emotional awareness, and that's part of the growth that we're experiencing. 
And we're also experiencing truth through the experiential side of life and not just someone else's truth, but the truth that we experience as we move through this time period. We're also gaining wisdom with Jupiter and Cancer from listening to our inner guidance, to our intuition. And then we're empowering our own knowing versus us looking out toward a guru or to someone else's um, advice. We're really empowering ourselves to know what it is that we want, uh, to know what it is that is our truth and what direction we need to go. Now, when Jupiter's in Cancer, it also tends to uh, give us a very a, a sort of nationalistic or a conservative viewpoint as a people. Cancer is the sign that's ruled by the moon. And so now we have a Jupiter-moon connection, and the moon is, is uh, the collective or the public or the masses, uh, as well as you know the feminine side of things and our intuition. So as we can see by some of the events, I mean, I just can't, my mouth was almost, or jaw almost opened and on the ground, looking at some of the interesting things that have happened in just the couple of days since Jupiter moved into Cancer, one of them being the repeal of DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, uh, by the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, I don't think that could have happened before Jupiter actually moved into Cancer, as it was changing fundamentally the energy uh, and the atmosphere that surrounded this particular topic. Uh, the other thing that I found fascinating is that the Texas anti-abortion bill that uh, was <laughs> successfully filibustered in the Texas uh, legislature at the last minute, uh, which effectively stopped that bill from moving forward. And then the very next day when Mercury went retrograde, um, the communication from the Texas governor was that he was announcing that he was reviving the bill by calling a special, a special session of the legislature on July 1st. So as Mercury went retrograde, and many of you re uh, remember from a couple of weeks ago where I talked about the case of the re-rees, whenever Mercury goes retrograde, we tend to redo, reevaluate, that kind of thing. And so there you have it. We have this redo on this same subject coming up. I don't know that it means for a different outcome. Um, that will be interesting for us to watch and see what happens there. Uh, in fact, I think I will undertake a little project here, and, and that would be to find out what the birth sign is of the state of Texas and see what energies are working on that uh, special uh, or on that state right now. Now, 12 years ago, when uh, Jupiter was last in Cancer, we experienced as a nation 9/11 uh, and the terrorist attack on the trade centers. And, of course, that enacted a whole lot of some of the negative sides of Jupiter and Cancer, which is that tendency to be protectionistic uh, and to be very security-oriented. And so what we saw was a return or a, a, a stripping away of some of our civil rights in favor of the Patriot Act, which would supposedly protect us uh, against, uh, you know, terrorism and so forth. And seemingly... Uh, we had garnered a lot of uh, expressions of sympathy and uh, empathy and compassion from the world during that crisis. But ultimately, our sense of needing to be protected, and you have to remember that the United States of America is a cancer country. Our birth date, July 4th, falls squarely in cancer. 
uh, it triggered in us uh, a need for protection. So we went after countries that we thought were involved in uh, the terrorist attacks, um, namely uh, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. And so it'll be interesting to see what things develop during this year's uh, transit of Jupiter through Cancer um, and see how things turn around uh, on this. Now, you know, Jupiter is also a sign, or Jupiter in Cancer is also very protective of the environment. And wasn't it interesting? I don't know if you all got to hear Obama's speech the other night on climate change, um, but it was very Jupiter in Cancer in that what he was evoking for us is the need to protect our our Earth and to love the mother, even though those weren't his words. Um, it was very clear that that was the feeling that he was expressing to everybody. And so uh, all these interesting things that are happening during the first few days of Jupiter move into Cancer. And, of course, it's being backed up by the sun's presence there, Lilith's present there, uh, Mercury, at least for the next few days, is there. And Venus was there until uh, today. So we've had a lot of planetary energy there. And as we get later into July, I think it's July 13th, um, Mars will join the party in Cancer. And Mars will bring, you know, a little bit of uh, extra energy surge to some of these uh, same um, uh, subjects. And isn't that interesting that uh, July 13th, that'll put it still within the Mercury retrograde. So we'll see how some of these subjects will be revisited for sure. Now, on the bright side, Venus in Leo uh, is evoking for us romance and creativity and uh, the love of beauty, and uh, it's sort of stimulating the flow of resources for us. Venus is very comfortable and almost showy in Leo, and so things you may see more flashy people or people wanting to get noticed and uh, you know, maybe even a, a little boost to your, your love life as, as we go forward. Now, astronomically, all is pretty quiet out there. Uh, we did get hit with a minor uh, coronal mass ejection or shock wave this morning at 7.20 Pacific Daylight Time in the morning. Um, I don't recall feeling this. It was fairly weak, and usually I in some way intuit that something's gone on. I usually say that it feels like my world has just been shook, um, but I didn't feel this one, so either I was too busy or I just uh, wasn't affected by this one, but maybe some of you out there have. I know at times when uh, the sun has been very active, my teeth hurt, almost like like I've been gritting my teeth or that some kind of you know pressure has been uh, on my jaw. So always fun to see you know what other people experience during uh, those kind of uh, shock waves that hit us. But the sun right now is fairly quiet after uh, last week where it was fairly active. Uh, so in, in a way that allows some of the, the energies that are uh, coming through from the other planets to infuse us and be integrated into us a little better. And just a, a little factoid that I wanted to share with you before I bring my guest on, and that is that the supermoon, of course, on Sunday, I'm sure you guys, if you had clear skies, and even if you didn't, I swear that that moon was shining uh, through the clouds very brightly. Um, in fact, I almost felt like I could hardly look at the moon on the first night because it was so bright. But that's because the moon at that time was only 221,802 miles from us. And typically the average um, miles that the moon is from the Earth is 238,900. 
so you can see it was very much closer to the Earth, which gave the impression that it was bigger and and brighter than it normally is. Uh, so, and that was the closest approach of the moon to the Earth for this particular year, although the next full moon is also fairly close to perigee, so it should be also a fairly bright moon. Right now, the planets that we can see in the night sky, um, Mercury is not visible right now because it's in retrograde motion. Venus is uh, the evening star and is visible just after sunset, but it's also setting fairly close to uh, the sun. So you've got to get right out there after sunset and see it. And uh, up here in the Pacific Northwest, the sun isn't setting until, you know, after 9 o'clock. So uh, you've got to wait until that sun sets to see it. Mars is on the far side of the sun right now and isn't visible. But as we get into uh, later in July, Mars will emerge out of the glare of the sun and we should be able to see it. Jupiter is also too close to the sun right now to be seen. And that leaves uh, of the visible planet Saturn. And Saturn is visible high in the southern sky in the evening uh, from sunset to about 3 a.m. So you've got to look south, and it's fairly bright and tends to have a sort of golden hue to it. And, and the planets are usually shining uh, brighter than some of the stars out there. So that's how I recognize them. They somehow call my attention. And so recognizing that a lot of you may have some very uh, deep things going on in your lives, crises, changes of direction, a lot of emotional tides, I am really excited to have um, my guest Cleo on today because she is actually going to be doing some intuitive readings for us and opening up uh, the Akashic Records, and we're going to talk more about that as we get into things. Uh, and Cleo, as you know, was on my show uh, several months ago as uh, talking about her uh, soul conversations. And in that, she is such a master. And so I am really happy to have her on the show today. Um, Cleo, are you out there with me? I'm out here somewhere. <laughs> there. Are you out in the ether, swimming around? Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so grateful to have you on here today, Cleo, because this is a subject that both you and I are fascinated with. Um, uh, you know, you more than me, you actually pursued this, you know, into uh, territory that I hadn't been able to do. Um, so I just want to start, you know, by y you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you came to journey to the Akashic Records. And, uh, you know, when did you first notice that these abilities were showing up for you? Well, as, as so many of us, as children, we, we are, we're so naturally intuitive and aware and, and yet no confirmation. And, and when I was raised especially, it was, oh, her and her imagination. And a lot of that was shut down. But in the... In the 70s, things started popping open, and I had some pretty dramatic um, experiences that I don't really need to get into the story about that, other than I started seeing and knowing and then being told, in some cases actually people confessing to me exactly what I was viewing about them shortly afterwards, and some of it was, was, because I'm a drama queen, of course it had to be dramatic. Of course. But um, then in the 80s, I, I was in some a deep meditation process, and I started up in meditation about 1975, which it really enhanced those skills. 
and many, many gifts showed up. And then in the early 80s, I was in a space where the records just spontaneously opened. And I was reading them, and all of a sudden I realized, and I knew this a confirmation of a life experience I had had, and it was being shown to me how absolutely perfected, perfected that experience was. And yet to the outside world, it looked like all craziness. But the, I was being told, no, you lived inside a space of perfection, and that experience was exactly the way it was meant to be. And, and as I'm reading this, all of a sudden I realize, oh, that's a strange language I'm reading. How do I know that language? And when my mind got engaged, it shut down. But more recently, in the past several years, several more channels opened up, and I started channeling, and reading just enhanced even further. And then as a result, the records showed up again. And what I discovered in formally going and opening the records, I was welcomed in in a very profound, extremely loving way and started this conversation and exploration and study and sharing. And when you open your own personal records, it is such a deeply moving experience. If nothing else, if you were to open them and just be present to it. It'll so take you know, yeah. Anyway, it's just fabulous. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, because we're talking about the records, I may have some listeners out there that aren't familiar with that term or with what the records are. So yes. why don't you give us, a, you know, a little explanation of what are the Akashic records? It is a primordial essence that is in everything. In a way, it, there's nothing that it is not. And it is the records of all time, and individually, it is the records of your soul in all its life, all its experiences, every thought, word, deed, expression. And it's purely records of no level of judgment. It is the record of what simply is. And we can draw upon this to answer life's questions, life's puzzles, um, why I had that experience. And if I had that experience, where did it come from? Is it from this life? Is, is it from another one? It's everything you want to know is there. And it's presented in a non-judgmental, loving, loving way. I, I've had an Akashic Record reading from you in the past and absolutely enjoyed it and found it so valuable, the information that's got there. Um, you know, what, maybe you can describe for us a little bit about the process of how you get to the records. And then we're actually going to take some callers today, and I understand you opened the records today and may be able to do some readings directly from there. Is that right? Yes. When I um, got, I got whenever I do readings prior to that, I I step into a sacred space and set everything else aside. And I wasn't really certain that we could do this from the records. From a, it, it looked to me somewhat complex. And yet when I stepped into that space, uh, there was a little knock on my forehead that said, get in here. And, 
I, I did, and and the record keepers and masters showed me that all I need to do now is when each person who is in the queue and would like a reading, what I'll need from you is your legal name. And if you're comfortable with that, um, that would be very helpful. I know saying that on air, some people aren't, but we'll do our best. But once you say that name, then your book will be handed to me by the librarians. It's as simple as that. The process of going in is a beautiful prayer. And there are different types of prayers one can use to go in to use it. And I have a couple of them, but one that is my favorite that I've already done. And so um, that's where we are. Nice. And um, what I think we'll do is I, I already have callers in the queue, and so are you are you ready to embark upon this little adventure? I'm ready as yeah, as you I'm can ready. be, right? Um, so just a quick break here to talk to my listeners. I want to thank you all for joining today's show. We're featuring the Akashic Records uh, with guest Akashic Record reader and intuitive Cleo Buffew. For those of you that have just arrived, you're listening to intuitive astrologer Janet Hickox of Living Astrology on the Authentic You Radio Network. My passion as an astrologer is to help people find answers to life's biggest questions and to bring clarity to your personal life challenges. If you are trying to find your way to your destiny or are having relationship issues or just need to get answers, please feel free to contact me through my website at www.living hyphen astrology.com that's www.living hyphen astrology.com all right cleo our first person in the queue was susan susan are you there susan yes hi hi susan so I'm going to ask you to give Cleo your full name, uh, your 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 legal name. I think she requested, and uh, then I'm just going to turn you over to her. Okay. First, Is that first and last question. name? Yes, please. Cleo. Yeah, Susan. Your first name, middle initial, and last name. Okay, Susan G as in Gail, and my last name is Tash. T is in Tom, A-S-H. Okay. And do, do you need my date of birth? No, this is good. Um, Susan Gale Tash. Okay. Susan, do yes. you have a question? A question? Yes, would you like to ask a question of the record keepers? Yes, um, I would like to know... My purpose in this lifetime, and perhaps other lifetimes. What is being shown is one of expressing yourself from your heart, and too often it is one looking at a grand plan of who am I supposed to be versus who I know myself to be. And that is Susan comes from her heart. 
She finds her way by knowing her heart and expressing gentle truth from there by trusting your own instincts, your own intuition, where you explore from that place through creativity and this expression, whether you're writing, whether you're expressing through your voice, is to be your in your authenticity and trusting that you are so much more than what you may have taken on through your lineage, your parents, your teachers, that you set that aside and go deeper because within your heart, is great beauty, great wisdom, and heartfelt expression through your own chosen creative outlet. And for you, you have a number of them. It's up to you to choose, but do it from the inside basis and express it, express it outwardly. Is there a question from that point for you, Susan? Um, yes. Am I am I going to be more connected with the angels? You only need to ask, Susan. When we say to you, expressing and expressing from your heart, it's stepping in and knowing your authenticity and saying to the angelic realm, I'm ready. I love you. Teach me. Guide me. From my deepest place within, I ask now for you to come forth. And Susan... Mm-hmm. They will. They simply will. Okay. They're present. They've always been present. But the key to the angelic realm is asking the question. Come. I'm ready. I need you. I want you. I desire a relationship with you. Okay. All you need. I do feel their presence, and and it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Let them know. Tell them they love hearing that. Just start talking to them, and then become very still. Allow them, and then and then journal. It's funny that you that you said to say I'm ready because I say it every day when I take a little break at work. I sit outside and I say, "Okay, I'm ready now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Susan, what they they want you to do if you don't already is to journal in, in the morning and at night, and especially at night, is become very very still. Feel them in your heart. Feel okay. And then just start writing and asking questions and allow them to speak to you. They will. Yeah, they've already done that before. I I did that about a month ago, 
and it did happen. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then their question is, Susan, oh, Susan, <laughs> we're here. Okay. We're ready. We're ready to. Yeah, because part of what they said is we are here. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. That was a great question, uh, Susan and Cleo. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Susan. Okay, so we have after Susan is Marlon. Are you there, Marlon? Or Marilyn, maybe? Did I say it wrong? Okay, maybe we don't have Marlon, so how about Charlene? Charlene, are you there? Hi, I am here. Thank you. Hi. Is this Charlene? It is. Hi. Oh, hi there. Thank you so much for calling in today, and I'm going to turn you right on over to Cleo. Welcome, Charlene. Would you give me your middle name and last name? My middle name is actually Charlene. <laughs> My first name is Linda. Now, do you want the birth name or the, the married name, the, the legal married name? The legal married name is just fine. How long have you been married? I'm not anymore. I'm happily divorced. I'm spiritually married, but I'm, not, I'm no longer married to the man that, uh, last name that I, I have. You've been using that name from a legal standpoint. Uh, oh, a long time. That's a long time. So Simpkin. Simkin and spelling? S I M P K I N. Okay. Linda Cheryl Simkin. Mm, that's a beautiful book. And your question? Cool. I wish I'd had time to prepare. Um, <laughs> I've only been doing it my whole life, and I've still got my whole life to carry on doing it. So that's a, that's a um, hmm. What am I missing to 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 have? Because I know that I'm I'm well. They communicate with me well. Um, but what am I missing to receive the the prosperity, the abundance that I need? And or um, do I do things to repel? Uh, relationship that I'm I'm in is there with with my with my partner because it seems to be challenging but we both seem to love each other tremendously so uh, am I doing something that's repelling that or am I missing something? Oh, your 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 preference is the um, relationship question. Sure. Okay. Self love. To delve into yourself, to know your heart, to cherish your heart, and softness within this self-expression, to speak from a very deep level in knowing your own heart, Charlene, in knowing your own heart is to know the other and expressing from a gentleness to say, this is how I feel about this circumstance. This is what my heart says. 
and to honor that relationship from the heart level, to surrender in and say, I want to know you, Cheryl, first, Charlene and Linda. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Is to honor yourself from the deepest level to live in that space. See your own worth and worthiness. There's a prosperity from a soul level to recognize that you are a prosperous spirit in relationship and in life. And it all comes down to you and your relationship there first. And when you spend time in that space, in still moments within you, a purity comes forward, a space you do know, a space you could teach to others in a sense, that sometimes in the busyness of life, in the busyness of relating and the reactiveness that can happen in relating, we forget the stillness. We forget about leading from the heart, from your own wisdom. So in expanding your life, whether it be through prosperity or through this relating and relationship from that one who shares a heart experience with you. It's taking a moment and asking the other, that special person, to take a moment with you, to step into this stillness with you and come from there, from meeting that person on the level they're comfortable with, And maybe they aren't precisely as you are. Maybe they don't relate precisely as you are. But share it from sweetness and truth. And then on the days when it maybe might not be going so well, when you bump up against one another, and maybe the communication isn't even working, then step into that stillness and prayerfully Call yourself in from the soul level and see yourself from that level. Know yourself to be from that level because that's the level of the Akasha, your source. And then call in the other, your soul, heart-expressed mate, and ask them to step into this space with you. Ask their permission to speak from your heart. See them as the soul that they are. Start a conversation from there. Ask them what they really want to say to you and express what you really want to share. Knowing soul to soul, there is no mistake. It's real. It's love. There's nothing you lack from this place. If each of us took time each day to sit in stillness and call to our souls, this is who I know myself to be. There's no lack. It's pure love. 
Beautiful. Wow. So, Cleo, can I? I'm, I know I'm supposed to teach. So, is that just just be like the things that I've learned in my being me? Is that essentially how I teach? That is where it all comes from. From what you know, from your own wisdom, is trusting your own wisdom and knowing your value and your worth, and explore that, experiment with that. Remember all the people that you've already touched that said thank you. You mm. you, you said just the right words for me. And that came from your own personal toolbox. Draw on it. And when you do this, what happens is more comes. And more comes. Mm. And more comes. Oh, it's yes. flourishing. It's beautiful. It yes. feels and it feels good because they're also awake and so it's it's gratifying on many levels. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Wow. Yep. Thank you. Charlie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you for taking my call and your time. I appreciate it immensely. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure. All right. Well, I'm going to keep listening, okay? So do, do, you could right. just mute me again. That would be lovely. Thank you so much. Both. You're welcome. Thanks, Charlene. Uh, Cleo, that was so beautiful. You are in such a groove today. I I love it. So I'm going to bring on another caller. If Patricia is out there, could you put her on the line for me? This is Shantae. Shantae, hi. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. All right. Well, I'm going to turn you over to Cleo and uh, let you talk to her. Okay. Welcome, Shantae. Would you give me your full name? Shante, you need the middle initial or the full? Either is just fine. Um, Shante C. Upchurch. The last name again? Upchurch. Upchurch? Yes. Lovely. Shante C. Upchurch. Mm. Okay. And your question, Chante? Um, I wanted to know what is my career for this lifetime? Serve. And that is very broad, we know. But it is in service from the highest level, and it's in discovery of knowing yourself at that level. It's not so much, Shantae, about a job, but it's about being and knowing and expressing and experiencing. You have a depth of wisdom within you that you have yet to tap into that, in a way... It's just beginning. And there are many, quote-unquote, careers you can explore. And this is good. It isn't in any one place you necessarily need to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just wondering if I like, 
the career that's going to fulfill my life purpose. What kind is something around courage, being courage and speaking, expressing, fulfilling yourself? Again, it comes back to from the Kashuk record level, it's not so much about whether you're a doctor or you're a nurse or you're a teacher, although my sense is is you would be a good teacher as in knowing the healing professions of expressing the healer from within you, giving, sharing. I see your hands reaching out and touching, perhaps massage, although again, those possibilities are more than that. It is in a wellspring from you and exploring the healing arts, although that may not be where you start from. It may be that you may be working in the world knowing a career in a simpler sense as in perhaps clerical, perhaps secretarial. But what happens often with many is we live in the world of the world and we get to know ourselves on that level. We practice on that level. And on the side, we start building our toolbox that comes from the healers comes from the arts, from a peaceful lifestyle, so that you marry two worlds. Does this make sense? Okay. It's okay for many of us to wear more than one hat because we we garner life experience. So we encourage you to explore many tasks and build confidence so that you taste just as it is it fun to go to one restaurant all the time and eat the same meal? or taste many experiences, because there are many ahas in that. So for us to say, oh, you are that, would be an error. What for you is in the exploration, the explorer of discovering many aspects of yourself. And by opening up those doors and those experiences, something deeper comes to you, a maturity, a wisdom, And drawing upon that, you become more, more to offer, more to share. Is this helpful? Yes. Beautiful.
Are you complete, Shantae? I am a little confused, but um, can you express that? Can you express that? Where's where's the confusion coming from? Um, you were saying that you could do like a lot of things, and then it will like come to you. Mhm. Yeah. It's just like a lot of options. Yes, but th- that's where what we see in your path is drawing upon the learning experience of tasting more than one flavor, of getting confidence in yourself by learning more than one skill. For you... It is a smorgasbord, not just one place or one experience. Mhm. I'm just okay. going to school. I'm going to school soon, and I will have to um, choose a degree. That is a, a springboard in life that many come up to, and many end up changing that more than once. Mm-hmm. It's take a look at everything on that smorgasbord. Everything that's offered as a possibility, and see what your heart comes alive with. What gets you excited? Don't do what the supposed do's or the half to's or what seems practical, do what brings you alive. In that, in that, in saying that, there are the practical skills one may need to move through, certain courses that aren't as juicy, but they build structure. And the structure is very important drawing upon the different pieces in the puzzle to make a full picture. But for you, there are many possibilities, and it would be a disservice to you to say, you are that, Shante. You're more than that, Shante. So we are being a bit vague with you, but there's purpose there. It's to push you a little in exploring and letting your heart pay attention what happens in your body. Even if you're looking at all these different courses and saying them out loud, actually voice them and see what your body responds back with. What's it saying to you? Pick the ones that excite you the most. That's how to live a juicy life. Okay. Great. Great. Thank you so much for calling in, Shantae. And uh, good luck to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Cleo, I wanted to ask a question before we take in our next caller, and that is, 
you know, we've been doing a, a combination of readings, I think, today between Akashic Record readings and intuitive readings. But is there an actual difference between the two? Yes. When you open the records, there is one protection and vastness to draw on. It's a more powerful way to set the ego personality self aside. There's a support there in surrendering into so much more. There's a depth that I have experienced. Um, I've always been able to set myself aside, but over the years I have found there's just so much more uh, to draw on and from by turning this over in a way to the highest level. And there are many levels, actually, within the Akashic Records, and that in itself has to do with the question. But I found in just stepping into this space, it's um, it's beyond. Right, beyond. right. Well, thank you. That, that's a great explanation. Um, we have another caller on the line. We have about, it looks like 11 or 12 minutes left, maybe 11 minutes left. Uh, so I would like to bring on uh, Prem, I believe is the name. Yes. Hi. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good. doing good. Thank you. Good. I'm so glad you got back in. We were looking for you at one point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I am going to turn you over to Miss Cleo right now. Thank you. Welcome, Pren. Is that P-R-E-N or M? M for money. Ah, so it's love. Yes, how did you know? (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, oh, wow. (laughs) I'm flattered. And the and the and the rest of your name, although I think love's enough, but uh, the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you have is it is yes. there a middle? Huh? Oh no, my last name is Cor K A U R. My full okay. name is Prem J E E T, so Prem Jeet Cor. Ah, huh? are you a sin a sinyasin? Um, Pramjeet? A uh, what? A sannyasin? Uh, I'm a uh, Sikh. Sikh, oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Okay, let's... Pramjeet Kar. Oh, okay. All right. And your question? Well, I... I, I guess from the Akashic, I'm, uh, or the highest for me, that I really, my soul really wants to know what is going on as far as my life and finances because I feel exhausted uh, from trying everything I can to get a job, to get money, and anything I try and sell is not selling to bring me money um, to even live on. And... I'm just exhausted, and I really need some assistance or guidance from upstairs, from the Akashic. But my soul really needs to know what the heck to do to move on, to change this. What am I doing wrong? 
not about wrong or right. It's about recognizing your soul itself. And your soul does know what to do. It's about in the recognition of that relationship coming from the inside out of solidly calling upon your soul what your soul is doing is calling to you calling out to you in relationship to come and be in relationship on that level there's no It's where your strength is. The exhaustion comes from working from the outside world and drawing and looking at it as though it could nurture you. Now, Mother Nature will. And your inner being, your soul self, will nurture you from the deepest level. So, what would support you the most is calling upon your mother and that is Gaia mother nature go outside take your shoes off walk on her call her in lay flat out on her and wallow in her love for you Renew your relationship with her. Renew yourself through her. Root yourself deep within her and draw up from her. Literally breathe her in. That's the first step, is knowing her on a new level. Asking her to honor you and remembering she is the one who invited you here. Then, ask her to step into your heart. And then ask your source of all that is to join you there. Imagine yourself in this still, still beautiful space where you are so And from that space, reintroduce yourself to your soul. Say hello. Say, this is where I belong. This is where truth is. This is where true manifestation begins in the stillness of your heart. This is where you can create in partnership with that beautiful soul, you. And from this space, your ahas will come, your strengths will come, creation will begin, and you can draw from the well of love, light, and the Mother Earth. That will strengthen you Stand solidly on the earth with her, connected, grounded, empowered, 
and you will you will create your next job from an empowered place, mm. from a place of love, friend, mm. your source, you. <clears throat> Prem, this is Janet. Uh, I just wanted to ask a quick question. What sign are you? A Virgo. A Virgo. Mm. That explains it. I I was sitting here with a deck of cards in front of me, and for whatever reason Uh I just decided to ask that same question (laughs) for you. And what I pulled was the High Priestess out of the Wisdom of Avalon deck. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that deck or not. Uh, Mm -hmm. And also the Owl fell out. So it seems uh-huh. like there's a, a, a piece of, of wisdom here that you're carrying into the planet. I've got chills all over my body as I say uh-huh. this. And that you're meant to bring it out through uh, in, a, in a spiritual vein, whether that's through teaching uh, or whether that's through some form of communication. Uh, it seems like you have a message to share. Uh, and I don't know that it's about selling things, buying things, or working in, in that kind of way. It feels much mm. bigger than that to me. Um, so I, I would look up the spiritual alley and see what you find there in terms of what knowledge it is that you're carrying, what you brought with you that you need to share with us, with yeah. us as in the world. Right. And I, I, I'd like to add to that that you are carrying a high vibration name and to draw on that, revisit who is this? Revisit <laughs> the meaning of your name is. You know, that's so funny because I used to go by a nickname, which was Fame. And after I went through my divorce, I decided, no, I want to be called my true name, which is Prem. And it took, I didn't realize I was running from my name. I did not like my name. Oh. Oh, goodness. I know. But once I embraced it and I cried it out and healed through it, which is a long process, I I really love my name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, exactly. That's great. That's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing is it's made me more humble. Like, I know I talk about selling things, but it's things that I don't want anymore. Like, they have a lot of value to it but they don't to me and that's why I want to get rid of them like to so I can support myself financially I don't want them I know they're beautiful expensive but I don't want them and I've come to this good place where all the things I had mean squat because I have I I know my spirit and I know that it's it's more about spirit than things everything drawn from there and everything else will come as a result mm-hmm. well we are getting down to the wire here ladies I would love to carry on talking but uh, thank you so much Prim, for coming oh, on and both. talking and asking your question Cleo thank I would love for you to be able to share your information with the listeners how can they find you because I bet there are people that didn't get readings today that might be able uh, to reach you directly through my website, which is inner-vision.net. You can send me an email from there. Awesome. And so 
so listeners, if you were really wanting a reading with Cleo today and didn't get through, I'm sure I will have her on the show again. Uh, but if you would like to connect with her, please feel free to to get a hold of her personally. Uh, I can tell you it, it's a great experience. Um, I just want to take the moment to thank you, Cleo, for being on the show today and for sharing with us the, the wisdom of the records. And we didn't even get through half the questions I wanted to ask you, so we definitely have to have you back on for this. <laughs> Uh, and uh, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, all of the things that are happening out in the world are uh, going to be a little strange for a while, emotional, and it's okay. That's the way it needs to be. And uh, thank you all, and have a stellar week. Blessings. Blessings to everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.